You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. The month of November is here, a month to be gluttonous. Jim Costa, Mike Valeni, cash the ticket. The pod misses upon us. Episodes dropping every single day because there's football nearly every single day this month. Mike, I love this board. I saw some of your research. I feel like this is going to be a tough one for you. Uh, this, you know, what's funny is. is- you know, like we use the living document, which is, thank God for Google Docs. I don't know how people used to work, but like, Jim, for the people, like, guys, Jim and I are on this thing at the same time. So I'll see his little cursor floating around and boobity bobbity boo. And then I'm over on a different. Jim, my struggle was palpable as I'm like scrolling to nowhere. It was like the road to perdition. I'm just walking alone in no particular direction. This. I'm glad you love this board. This board is my road to madness. Did I this, see a Kansas play on there? I, I knew you were desperate when I saw Kansas uh, potentially on your board this week. So, Oh, listen, you know what? New month, new me. <laughs> it's that, all about personal growth, people. But let's do that. Jim, you brought up an interesting note I saw in the, uh, in the prep. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting, and believe me, no one is getting birthday cake and celebrating. But since you revealed your dark secret and the Costa lock, we have found a stabilization of sorts. Yeah, the truth will set you free. You talk about personal growth. I made that admission three weeks ago that from my past, I had this Costa lock. Maybe I'm cursed. Maybe I suck at this. But since revealing that, I'm 11 and 10 picking college football. You're 12 and 11. These are winning records. These are stabilizing records. If we look okay, at the oh, season, on, if we look at the season, it's not good. Listen, these are non-losing records. I wouldn't call Listen, them. Listen, I know with the VIG, it's not like, you know, we're uh, retiring early, but we're picking more right than wrong oh, the last three weeks. It, yeah. it, you know what it is? There's still money to play with. It just gives you the ability to, you know, we are on to Cincinnati. I'll tell you the other thing, though, like for people who are, you know, playing and I, I, Jim, we've said it a million times. We can't guys play the games you like, you know, we'll put the work in. We're going to play. We're as transparent as any podcast out there. You shouldn't be playing all these games. If I didn't do this podcast and I was living my normal life, I wouldn't play this many games. But I am a man of the people. I am a man of the streets and I am here to, to help carry you. But understand something. It's funny, Jim. Look at the Razor's edge. Like, take that West Virginia game. 
Think about how different, let's say, the West Virginia game is or K-State two weeks ago when I lose two quarterbacks and I've got Bobby Pooper, or whatever his name is, playing for Kansas State. Yeah. Think how different it looks at 14 and 9 versus 12 and 11. 14 and 9, you're celebrating. 14 and 9, you're crushing. 12 and 11, you're in a depressive state, alone, naked, fetal position, feeling like you don't know shit about football. In the interest Welcome to betting, people. Yeah, it's called uh, gambling, not winning. Just a quick recap because we are transparent. You were 5 and 5 last week, 35, 43, and 2 on the season, but again, stabilizing. I went four and four. I'm 35, 48, and one on the year. But we're going in the right direction. And I think this month with football every single day, we're going to have a chance, chance to right the ship a little bit. Oh, God. Yeah. Or, or a chance to just take the gas pipe, <laughs> that Mac foot descent yeah, into okay. darkness. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's possible. Uh, the ornament of shame last week, Will Levis flipping burgers. I don't, I don't, I mean, we'll get I, that on listen, the tree eventually. Listen. The order has been placed with the art studio, being that this past week was Halloween, a lot of extra work for the teachers. Uh, they are in production. Cool. You will have your Clemson Costa Lock ornament of shame and a Will Levis in memoriam. <clears throat> uh, those will be delivered for next week's episode. Before I we have been given the go ahead to tell you that. Beautiful. Before we get to the board, and we've got some A plus matchups this week, the SEC oh, takes yeah. center stage. We saw the playoff rankings come out this week. Did you have any big takeaway? I know this thing's going to get settled on the field, but as you see the committee's first rankings, what jumped out? I think TCU got screwed. Yeah. But no one is surprised. This has always been about brand name. It's always been a sales pitch. So, like, hey, man, is TCU going undefeated? Probably not. Is TCU one of the three best teams in America, four best? Probably not. Probably not. But what's the point of winning and losing if a team hasn't lost, they play in a Power 5 conference, they've got the ranked wins, and we're not going to put them up there? It drives me crazy. It should be based on what you've accomplished so far, not what the committee thinks you're going to accomplish a month from now. TCU winning and losing games should be ahead of Alabama, who lost the game. Like, does winning matter? Does losing matter? And my takeaway last night was kind of. It's a suggestion. You should win your games, but it's a suggestion. If you're Alabama— you're very much going to be in this game with a loss. And we'll see who loses in uh, Athens this weekend. They could still be in this because it doesn't really matter if you win or lose. It matters what the eye test says. And I've always hated that about the playoff rankings. So let me let me offer you this. You can do what you want with it. But I want to give you the FanDuel odds current. Okay, this is off of Vegas Insider. This is under the FanDuel listing for national title odds. Mm-hmm. From a gambling perspective, Jim, tell me where you would put your money. And there's no judgment. This isn't, oh, you took the the chalk. Ohio State and Georgia are both sitting at plus 200. Mm -hmm. I saw this, yeah. And then Alabama at plus 300, which I just don't get. Well, because if they win out there in and they have the Heisman Trophy winner from a year ago, they have Nick Saban, they have the best defensive player in college football. I I, I get it from a betting standpoint. Okay. But again, value, value, I don't like it as a bet. They already have a loss. They have no room for error. So factoring in value, factoring in actuality, Tennessee plus a thousand, Clemson and Michigan at plus sixteen hundred. If there's any other teams you want, no. I'll give them. To I don't you. think TCU, anybody else is winning the national. TCU's title. plus eight thousand. So they're kind of telling you there. 
Yeah, I who, think who would you place your money on right now? Listen, I, I could tell you eight to ten teams could make the playoff. I mean, it's probably a smaller group, but just mathematically, there's probably about eight to ten that can make it. But the number of teams that can actually win it is probably half that. So yeah, I'm not even really looking at TCU if I'm gonna make the bet. I think Tennessee is where I'd bet I'd bet my money right now. Really? Yeah. Number one team. They've actually beat some people. There is, we'll get to it, some vibes like that 2019 LSU season. I, I think right, Tennessee. We then we should just get to it now because we are completely opposed on that game. Screw it. Let's just do it. Let's go to the board. Brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And we begin. It's Christmas time. Number three, Georgia laying eight or eight and a half, depending where you get it. Jim, numbers updated via FanDuel? Eight and a half. Eight and a half against Tennessee, 330, CBS, and somewhere we need Vern Lundquist's urn brought into the broadcast studio. <laughs> this this is a Vern game, absolutely. Actually, he's not dead, is he? No. You did kill him off just a second I'd ago, though. Like Flowers to... to his family. Come on. Come on. I'd like to take that back. Vern is alive. Okay. Lead off because you love this. I do love this, and and I'm disappointed uh, you're not here across from me because can you see what I'm putting on right now? Oh, my God. Where the, did you get those? These, we'll have these for the rest of the season. These are orange shutter shades. The public loves Tennessee. I love Tennessee, and they are my Costa lock to kick off the pod. There are LSU vibes, the Joe Burrow 2019 team. It's the second year of a transfer quarterback in a pass-happy offense that no one can stop. And just like LSU that year, and play a lot of defense, and it didn't seem to matter. They went into Bryant-Denny that season. They beat Georgia that season. And I look at UT going, I see it. I do. They went into LSU. They just blew the doors off Kentucky. They won against Bama. It feels like Tennessee is that team of destiny. And while Georgia's Great? I don't know if they're as great as they were a year ago. When you lose eight players from your defense to the NFL, five in the first round, I do look at you as more vulnerable. I do question if you're going to be able to keep up. I love getting the eight and a half points for a team that, Mike, I'll be honest, I think they could win the game outright, and I would sprinkle a little on the money line. Yeah, I mean, it's... I get it. I get where you're going with it, but I, I kind of feel like the college football playoff thing helped last night. Like, Kirby gets to play the disrespect card. You're number three. They don't value you. They're pissing on you. And, and look, here's the thing. I, I'm approaching this with a different handicap. Now, again, I may be wrong. You may be right, vice versa. My cap resides in when is the last time Georgia needed to get up for a game, needed to care? It was Oregon. And what did they do? That was a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. So then you float. And again, these are 18 to 22-year-old kids, and you're right. A lot of the guys from last year's team are gone. They're making money on Sundays. I view it like they've done what they need to do to get by. I agree the Missouri thing is still terrifying to me. That performance was something. But now, and I've quoted this a couple of times, Nick Saban always says you only get a couple of years. You can ask your team to get up and play A-plus ball. This is the one. They're at home. Bright lights are on again. And here's the thing that bothers me with Tennessee. Still, it is hard enough if you have a good team to handle what Georgia wants to do offensively with the three tight ends, et cetera. And everyone, I think, has been lulled to sleep because Tennessee made Will Levis look like ground last week. I don't know what that was. And we'll we'll do an NFL draft show where we're going to be betting on who gets drafted where. I, this Will Levis stuff I can't do. 
I look at Georgia and I go, okay, this really is like if Tennessee wins this game, they're winning it all. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think they're going to do it. I, I, I just don't, I don't think they're going to Georgia and getting this done. And reality wise, you know, and understand I'm not arguing with Jim on this people. This is how I'm showing you what goes into my thought process. You know, I don't value Alabama. So that win is impressive, but I don't think Alabama's any good by Bama standards. Well, you sure. know, this LSU thing we're doing, sorry, can't do it. Uh, I'm on Georgia here. I'm making Georgia play minus eight and a half. I could see a 42-28 kind of game. I, I just don't think Tennessee's getting stops, and I do think water will meet its level a little bit because defensively, Jim, we've talked about this. Bama secondary is not Bama vintage. Correct. This Georgia secondary is very good against the pass. Yeah. How many great QBs do you think? Right. There are no great QBs. No, I know. Listen, they're metrically, they're top 10, they're third in pass defense efficiency. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you Georgia has a bad defense. It's just the question of when you have that special offense, like we saw in 2019, can you shred even great defenses? And with Tennessee, it's Hendon Hooker, it's Hyatt, and it's, it's getting Cedric Tillman back into the fold he played last week. This is one of those offenses where I don't know if you can stop them. No, and this is the ultimate test. Yeah, I mean, Nolan Smith not playing either for Georgia, done for the season, their linebacker. Listen, I think what we're going to find out is, with the cost of lock on this, how magical is Tennessee's season? Because if they can well, overcome the Georgia indignity. and the cost of lock, it would be quite the statement. The ultimate indignity would be, this will be the first week I go against the cost of lock. I've been 0-3 following you. Now I go against you and it wins? Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, that that would be mentally and emotionally devastating. Uh, but no, I, look, I like the fact we're on the opposite of this game. Biggest game of the week. Um, there's nothing contrived about it. No. I mean, I have a cap that relies on separate things than what you're using. And they both, you can make a case for both. I, I'm rolling with it. I'm taking UGA and I think it's a light bulb moment. I think it's the disrespect card. And you know what? Hey man, guess what? Hendon Hooker, you pull this off. You're winning the Heisman, and your team's going to be the favorite to win the Natty. Well, I think it's, it's just that simple. And to what we said earlier, if you do think Tennessee's going to win this game, like I talked about sprinkling on the money line, you might want to sprinkle on their national title too because that's way better odds. I mean, we're talking to win this game is plus 250. To win the national title, you said it's plus 1,000. So Yeah, I could see those odds cut in half if they win this game. Well, yeah, so if you're going to do it, you want to do it right now. By the way, um, I know I still haven't selected a sweatshirt from last week's sweatshirt game, mm -hmm. and you still owe me one. I do. Hashtag priority shipping SMU. Um, you don't want to make this the sweatshirt game, do you? Oh, I, I'm already outfitting your closet. No, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll back out of that one. Okay, I just, I'm, I'm merely offering you a chance to earn a sweatshirt back before I place the secondary order. Okay. Do you, who do you want, by the way? I'm perusing. Okay. Doing a little shopping. <laughs> this guy, I am perusing. Just going to milk it. By the way, by the way, I, I have beef with SMU's uh, student bookstore or whatever their, their store is. I ordered it, priority shipping, and they said, we'll notify you when it is shipped. Well, how the hell is that? No, you ordered, like, two days is when it's supposed to arrive. It's, well, no, two days from when we ship it. Well, then this sophomore from the bookstore needs to put it in a box and send it off. Oh, boy. I got beef oh, with SMU's boy. bookstore. So if anybody knows someone at the SMU bookstore, how do we get this order shipped? Yeah, tell Bobby at, at psychology class he needs to get back <laughs> to the office and put that sweatshirt in the mail. It is, it is in route hopefully soon. Okay, next matchup. 
Number six, Alabama, minus 12 and a half at LSU, Death Valley at night, whereas Les Miles said this is where dreams go to die. Alabama has no room for error with one loss. Mike, what's the play? There is none for me. Straight up. I respect the hell out of you for riding with the home team. Look, man, I have no right to bet on Alabama. I have no read. They've been horrible on the road. I've bet them, what, twice and been as wrong as you can be. Uh, at Texas, bet them against AM. I can't do it, buddy. And look, I'm not ready to trust LSU. I understand they've got a sparkling number 10 next to their name, but what is their signature victory? Ole Miss? Ole Miss is a complete fraud. I mean, Ole Miss should have lost to AM this past week. So, look, I think it's a great game to watch. I'm going to be pumped up. I'm all in. But I'd be lying to you if I said I had a big angle on this game. I, I just, buddy, I can't do it. I can't do it with Bama, with the secondary, with their offensive line. This O-line, I mean, people don't realize the pressure Bryce Young has been under all year long. And then the flip side of it is you want me to trust Jaden Daniels against a Nick Saban D? Like, I can't do it, boys. I, I, I love you. I'm rooting for you. You tell me what side you're picking. I'll wear a little beanie hat and I'll root for you, but I, I got no play in this game. So my thought is I got to stop holding Tennessee against LSU because I do think Tennessee is that special team this season, right? I mean, they're emerging as a special team. And if I hold that belief, then I can't beat up LSU for it. And instead I could look at what they have done this season, which I, I view them as a pretty good team. Their quarterback can move. Those kind of quarterbacks typically give Nick Saban problems. Their defense has been better than people realize this season, which could be a challenge for an Alabama team that I don't think they have their full complement of receivers the way they've had the last few years. Bryce Young has had to be special this year. And I think he probably pulls this one out, but getting 12 and a half at night at Death Valley I think that's the LSU move here. I think you play Tigers because SP Plus says it's 11. I don't even know if that's fully accounting for the environment. Yeah, I I think Bama as a stupidly undisciplined team on the road gives me enough to cover this spread. Bama's committing nine penalties a game. It's 126th in the FBS. That's not a place you want to go and make some mistakes and self-destruct. I think it's LSU in the points. Yeah, the one thing I would say for the people, like if, if you want to understand, you go, well, geez, you're being awfully disrespectful to LSU. It's like, well, wait, I don't value. The, the, look, they got destroyed against the one good team they played. They played Tennessee and got destroyed. The mm-hmm. game was over in five minutes. Look at the rest of the results. You know, we know Miss is a fraud. They were not impressive against Florida. They escaped against Auburn. Escaped. I think they had four passing yards in the second half. Um, you know, what's Florida State? What's Southern? What's New Mexico? I just, I, I and then Jim, it's not an argument with you. I, I want the people to understand. I don't go granular on everything, but there's reasons for the things I say. I think LSU's a little trumped up. I get a little nervous there, and you know what I feel about Bama. Hey, man, go Tigers. Rock out. I'll be rooting for you. I, I've, I've always loved LSU. I can't do it this week. I don't blame you for staying away. We talked about it Monday. This was a tough one. We also talked about Clemson. Number Uh four in America, minus three and a half in South Bend against the Irish night game. Oh, God. Are you going to? I think I know where you're going to go. I don't see any notes from you. Are you opting out of this one? I feel like this is a Notre Dame play for you. in, In better days, in better days filled with more confidence and a juicier record, it is where I would lean. 
And I can't make a lot of sense of it because honestly, when these two teams were going to go at it, I looked at it and I go, that's got to be Clemson minus 10. And the number comes out and it's four. Mm-hmm. Now it's three and a half. You want me to take Notre Dame with three and a half? The number, there's no value there for me. And I just, yeah, if I had more confidence, better days, better ways, I would take Notre Dame, but I, I'm not. I am. Here's what I'm done with with Clemson. I'm done acting like they're still Clemson. They don't jump off the screen at me. The skill players are not the skill. Play, you know what I mean? Like you don't see a T Higgins out there. You know, you don't, you don't have a DeAndre Hopkins out there. You don't have hell. You don't have a CJ Spiller like this, 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 they're just whatever. And the quarterback play, I mean, DJ has been pulled. Now, now you go to Notre Dame. Here's a problem. Clemson should be able to take away the one thing Notre Dame wants to do, which is run the football. Yep. Brian Brisset is back, fully functional, that whole front. Their linebacker, back. Barrett Carter's back. He didn't play against Syracuse. No, their right. front is legit. Yeah, and it's where I go, wait, am I really trusting Drew Pine? I mean, I watched a lot of that Syracuse game. Their passing game is horrible. Yep. It's Mike Mayer and, and your family members. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. So – I'm going to stay away because I just don't think there's a lot of value in that number. But, yeah, it would be it would be a Notre Dame play for me. I think if they had to play, talking Clemson, immediately following the Syracuse game, there would have been some animosity about the quarterback. But Dabo squashed it following the Syracuse game, and they've had two weeks to settle everybody down. DJ had a big game in South Bend a couple years ago. It was his coming out party. He's their quarterback. It's not like um, Klubnik came in and threw for 300 yards. He was like two of four passing. They know who their quarterback is. I don't want to play into there's a QB situation here. I think they know who their starter is, and I think they're going to be the better team in the trenches. What you hit on is exactly why I'm going to play Clemson here. They have a top 10 run defense with an elite D-line, and their linebackers are back. You want to tell me Notre Dame is going to run for – 68 yards, 85 yards, and they're going to win this game or even keep it close. Pine completed one pass in the second half last week. They do not have a downfield passing game. This is one of those matchups where I don't like Syracuse as a football team, but I love the matchup, and that's why I'm going to play the Tigers. Here's the one thing, and again, people, you know, we try to deliver as much content as we can. You do not have to value this. Um, Notre Dame at home. 17 and 3 their last 26 and 0 against the spread their last 6 against the ACC. You do what you like with it. Jim, I got no issue with it and if you forced me to pick where this number's drifted down towards a field goal, yeah, it'd be Clemson. I mean, when it was four and a half, yeah, it yo-yoed a little bit. It did. Yeah. So, it, it's a stay away because A, I have a bunch of games I like better where I find like there's an advantage. There's something stronger to it. But uh, here's the thing just, with Notre Dame. How how do we view them? Like, do they play down to their competition and up to their competition? How do we explain the Marshall loss at home this season, right? They've been a better road team this year. At home, they beat UNLV, but they lost to Marshall and they lost to Stanford. And like, they damn near I, lost to Cal. Right. So. Buddy, when the numbers don't make sense, you know what it does to my soul. But I, that's, this is where yeah. Discipline Mike is coming to the table. I'm staying away from it. SP Plus says Clemson by five. I feel better about taking him as the numbers drifted, as you said. You love your SP Plus. I, I just, I'm straight with people. I was telling Evan before we came in to record today. I look at the game first from what I know, and we've seen 
nine weeks of football. And that's where I start. But I want to make sure I'm not like way out over my skis on stuff. So I'll check, you know, where bet differentials are. And then I'll go, what does the model say? And if everything aligns, then I have no regrets. And, and since I've, you know, stabilized, I'm in, I'm in a better headspace. Next. Wake Forest, NC State. These are two ranked teams, which is why they're on the board. Wake Forest, minus four and a half at NC State at night. Don't look at me. Wake's coming off a six-turnover game. This is not an easy spot. That model says NC State should win the game. FPI says they should win two. That's another one of those ESPN metrics. It's a night game with a really good pass defense against Sam Hartman. They forced three interceptions against him a year ago. NC State got something from their freshman quarterback, MJ Morris. He led him to a double-digit comeback, three touchdowns in the second half last week. I'm going to play NC State with four and a half points at home. I think it's. I think that's the right side to me. I mean, dude, that Chambers guy was horrific. Yep. So I'm glad they made a move to a different quarterback. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to be too hard on the guy, but gee whiz, how the hell are you? A, he transferred from Charleston Southern and running like the triple option. It's like, dude, why did you give this guy scholarship? Yeah, this guy's terrible. So yeah, the quarterback change can't be understated. Um, I don't like Wake. I've always told you. I think Wake's a paper tiger. Um, that performance last week, sure, you know, we we were on Louisville, but like I didn't expect that. But yeah, it's a little bit of that bloom off the rose element where you go out and you're having this great year and you just get bombed. And now you got to go on the road at night. I, yeah, I, I, I would lean your way, but buddy, you're betting on a true freshman quarterback in a big time environment, big time game. I, I give you credit on it. I just think that, for as I said, there's games I like better. Here's the thing. Planet Earth, if you look at ticket count percentages. It's on Wake. Oh, my God. It, this is Island of Misfit Toys, home dog at night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, 
It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a key number, four and a half, right? Oh, yeah, because college kickers. Yeah, I, I think if I played it, you're on the right side. Last one on the board, then we'll go best of the rest where we're going to find you like uh, tipping over garbage cans and trying to find value this week. Uh, the last oh, yeah. one on the board, Texas, newly minted number 24 last night by the committee. They're minus two and a half at number 13, Kansas State. It's a night game in the Little Apple. What are you doing here exactly? Like, I saw your notes on this. I'm all over the place. And the initial thing I said verbatim, Jim, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was just talking to my computer. I, I, I want I want to just give you the main stage. So I'll talk I am through it. Shocked. It's weird. Shocked at what you're doing here. So this is a weird line and a weird spread. And what have you said? You got two ways you can go. You can lean all the way into it or you can just opt out of it. And initially, I think the little apple at night with a really good defense, home teams getting points, everybody's betting Texas, I should play Kansas State. But that's not leaning into the weird line. The weirdness of the line to me is Texas, who was barely ranked, is favored on the road. It's because Texas is the better football team. They've had the best run defense in Big 12 play. They've had two weeks to prepare. They have the better quarterback in Quinn Ewers. So you know what? This is another one of those public deals. Shutter shades activated. I'm going Texas. All right, but hold, hold on. Here's the problem. My last image of Texas was watching Quinn Ewers go 16 of 42. Can't hit the broad side of a bar. Now what? Was it the wind? Do you think he's trouble? a bad player? I no, don't. I'm not. Do you think Quinn Ewers is bad? I said I don't. I don't think he's a oh, bad player. No, but, but, but what I'm saying to you is, as the noted quarterback killer on this show, I've bet nine teams who have lost their quarterback or two the day I've bet them. I looked at Quinn Ewers and I went, is he dealing with something? There was nothing on those footballs. Nothing. And I'm not talking about deep out routes or, you know, throwing bullets. 40. I'm talking 
can you throw this thing to the flat? And he's hitting a Zuzaphone player. <laughs> if you're telling me off the bye week, you think he's right. I do. Great. What's the quarterback situation at K-State? Good luck. Because Chris Kleiman and that staff basically ran a game on everybody two weeks ago. It was clear Adrian Martinez was hurt. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. He's going to play full participant. We're ready to roll. Guy goes out there, takes two steps, and is like, yeah, I'm good. I'm out tonight. All right, Will Howard's in. So Texas is preparing for both of them. I'm assuming, if I'm betting Texas, I have to assume for the worst-case scenario, which is Martinez plays, right? I mean, he's their better quarterback. He's been the guy that's made that rushing offense go. But Texas stops the run, so I'm not panicking over it. Uh, Jim, I, I got to tell you. You think this, really, is a, this is a bad decision? I think you're potentially walking into this puppy. But give you credit, I, I, Jim, I just, I don't get where the advantage is. I got questions about yours. I got questions about Texas in a big game. I, re, I just do. And, and look, I'm using recency bias, and I know this. But my God. Like, Kansas State just won 48 nothing. They come home, and they are underdogs to Texas? If I had to play it, I'm on your side of it, believe it or not, because wow. that is so outer space, alien. I almost want to play this just so I can get my own pair of orange sunglasses with it. I, are we, you know what? They were a value pack. I have mix and match options for various teams. We're going to have fun with this this really? season. Really? Yeah. All right, here's what I'm going to do. Put, te- put Texas on my card. Oh, yeah, that's right. Put Texas on my card. This is so weird, and I want one game where I agree with you on it so we can root together and then cry together. <laughs> put Texas on my board. Texas minus yeah, two. No, yeah, Texas laying 2.4. I like that better than Texas 2.5. <laughs> I like that better. Huge value. All right. Yeah, and, and people don't worry. Be like, Jesus, Mike could have play it again. <laughs> I'm a man of the streets. My games are coming up. Don't worry. All right, so that's the board presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. All right. Off the board, best of the rest. Now, you take us where you want to go here. There's a Thursday night game, which you will have to download the episode. I've got a play on App State and Coastal. This is Potathon, people, but that one is going to be separate. I want to move. Oh, there's also a Friday night game I have a play on. That will be a separate episode. They're all there for you. Um, why don't we start out one here? Let's keep the bit going of Mike not playing anything. <laughs> here you go. TCU minus nine and a half hosting Texas Tech in a sleepy noon Fox kickoff. How about some analytics on myself? I'm 0-3-1 picking against TCU. I'm chasing so hard. They are not this good. They aren't. Now, they deserve to be ranked higher than they are based on what they've accomplished, but do I think this is going to sustain? I don't. I refuse to believe they're going undefeated. They have to lose one they shouldn't. And I think Texas Tech, the pace they play with, they're never really out of it, 94 uh, 94 plays per game. I'm going to take the Red Raiders here. You know what McGuire said last week, the coach of Texas Tech? What? He goes, we want to play even faster. <laughs> How is that possible? Faster? 
What do you want to do? Run a play every eight seconds? I mean, it's they want to run a play while a play's already being run. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's something. Look, TCU playception. TCU, uh, uh, Tomlinson, their uh, their best corner was banged up, exited the game last week against West Virginia. The defense don't stop nothing. The problem is Tech is a turnover machine. That scares me. Um, and this game, now, I want to make sure I'm right. This game is in Fort Worth. This is yes. not out in Lubbock. No, this yes. is in That's Fort Worth. Yep. I'm a big environment guy with Texas Tech. When they're at home, I view them and I cap them totally different than when they're on the road. But, look, Cookie, you're right. How does Texas Tech distance themselves from anybody? They don't. I mean, when you look at the way they play, they're all explosives. They don't really go on drives. Their offense is tremendous. I mean, I've been talking about Quinton Johnson since the start of the season, and you talked me out of playing TCU against Colorado. We'll never forget you. But I digress. Um, the receiving core is elite. DeMercado and the other running back, uh, number 33, name escapes me. Fantastic. Dude, they've got dudes. But look at the scores of their games. Let's just look at data. First of all, they did not beat West Virginia 41-31. It was 34-31, and they threw an unnecessary bomb when they could have taken a knee. Let's leave that alone. They win 38-28 at Kansas State. Two quarterbacks died. They win 43-40 at Oklahoma State with a miraculous comeback. 38-31 at Kansas. You see where we're going here, people? They can't distance themselves. If Tech doesn't turn the ball over, Jim, I think you're getting a nice number at nine and a half. But... Why is there always a but? Just play them. Play the Raiders. No, because no, I'm not going to have a 10-game card when the board does not speak to me this week. You do it, though. I'm just trying to Mike, pump you up. It's November. It's the time to be gluttonous. You take an extra helping of mashed potatoes and stuffing. You play a couple extra football games. Where's the games. value pack? Maybe if you had red sunglasses on. <sighs> where's the value I've pack? Got the, these are pink. Are these close enough? I don't know if they're a public team this week. Here's they what I'll tell you. Earth, 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 earth. I'll tell you right now. I'll get you real numbers. Yeah. Hold on. Let me do this. While you get the real numbers, I do want to tell people, Texas Tech has won two of the last three in Fort Worth. Mm. One was a double OT thriller. Another one was a three-point game. These have been close. And the numbers right now. Oh, Jimmy Cookies is getting lured in. All right, here you go. Courtesy, if you buy these numbers, great. If you think they're horseshit, great too. I'm just giving you a resource. 37% 37% of the tickets, 71% of the money. Action Network, Red Raiders. Mm. Okay. Well, either uh, either the books are going to have a hard time this weekend or I will. I think we know yeah. where that's going. Uh, Let me give you a game I'm going to play. Yes. Can I do that? Yes. All right. Missouri plus two and a half hosting Kentucky. This is gross. This is this is this. I reside in the muck. Uh, had Missouri last week against South Carolina. They won outright. Um, their defense is real, man. Like, I know we all bag on Georgia for how they looked against Missouri, but Mizzou's actually carried it through. At the line of scrimmage, havoc, the way that they stopped the run. I look at Missouri's D. They're coming home. They've won a couple games in a row. The Kentucky O-line is a disaster. Mm-hmm. Will Levis, I don't get it. I think he... I want to say he's hurt his draft stock, but I continue to see people putting him in the top five in the NFL. The number looks incredibly fishy, and you got to wonder where Kentucky's head is at. I mean, that was a Super Bowl-level game last week, 
and they got murdered against Tennessee. Yep. Murdered. Now you got to go on the road again, and Mizzou's feeling good. They're on a drive to making a bowl. Don't laugh. Not everything's about the college football playoff. Some of these schools, you're trying to build a program. Yeah, you got to make a fucking bowl. Um, look, I kind of just feel like Mizzou's the side here. My lone concern is Brady Cook, the quarterback. I mean, he's, he's in a word, awful. <laughs> Six touchdowns, seven picks. Woof. But I guess I don't respect Mark Stoops, and I don't respect my own money. I think you take the short home rat dog who's going to stop the run. And get some pressure. Honestly, what's Kentucky? I know. Like, I know what they are normally. There is no big blue wall here. This is not a good – this offensive line is terrible. They were getting ragdolled by Tennessee. So I'm going with Missouri here. I'm not playing this one. I've got enough on the card to opt out of this matchup between these two teams. But hey, you have at it. This, this, you need to fill out your card. And I think, well, and, 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 and I think I would take Missouri if I was going to play it. No, no, I well, think I think it's broader points. Yeah, Mississippi has a fraudulent defense. Fraudulent. Kentucky couldn't do anything against them. South Carolina is no damn good. Kentucky went out, lost twenty four fourteen. I know Will Levis was hurt. I don't care. They were awful that night as five point favorites. So yeah, I'm I'm going to go I'm going to go with the rat dog here. They've won two in a row, even in their losses. Lose 26-22 to Georgia, lose 17-14 to Auburn, lose 24-17 to Florida. Defense will play. I'm taking Mizzou. Mizzou-ra, as they say down there. Same sentiment. I see the next game is Kansas plus two and a half hosting number 18, Oklahoma State, 330 kick middle of the Saturday. And I see you looking at another one of these these uh, home teams getting a couple points. Um, I'm just showing you the depth of, of my soul. I want to show you that I I want to be friends. Everyone knows I am a huge rock chalk Jayhawk guy. Just kidding. I hate their guts. <laughs> but let's look at the spot here. Oklahoma State, we all knew they were whistling by the graveyard. And they got they got popped last week by K-State. 48-0. But the storyline was, Spe- was Spencer Sanders and the injuries finally getting him. And he exited. And Gundy said something that gives me the willies. He says, quote, we're going to give him some R&R this week and see if we can get him back. Huh? What? I, you know, you, you read things. Spencer Sanders may have a nerve issue going on with the shoulder or elbow. His, Mike Gundy's kid came in. He was awful. So I go, okay, backup QB on the road. This is an Oklahoma State team who just watched their dream season implode. Now they go on the road to Kansas, who's off a bye, lost three in a row. They want to make a bowl. And Jason Bean actually gives me a massive quarterback advantage if Sanders is compromised or doesn't play. Mm -hmm. Bean throws it for 250 a game, nine touchdowns, three picks. Look, man, I actually don't mind Kansas in this spot. And I told you how beat up they were heading into their bye, and we played against them and did okay. Look, this is just one of those spots. I don't I don't know that Sanders plays, and I don't know if he does. He's going to be who he is. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're holding an Okie State ticket going, wait, 
Mike Gundy Jr.'s the quarterback? No, thank you. I'm taking Kansas uh, plus the two and a half. Now starting at quarterback, nepotism. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, Value pack. <laughs> Kansas in a bit of a free fall, three straight losses, but we both respect their coach. I know you haven't always respected their team, but oh, Leipold's a real coach. Yeah, he's a real coach. And if this was a, a lesser coach, we'd say three straight losses, they're about to nosedive. But I think the bye week with a good coach, you get right. And I look at Oklahoma State, their defense has been really bad. They've been giving up a ton through the air and on the ground. They were giving up 200 yards, I believe, two of the last three Big 12 games. I think Kansas, whether it's you know being rolling or not, I think they're going to run the ball at home. And, and yeah, I'll take a couple points. I think they can win the game. Are you doing this? Yeah, I, you twist my arm. I'm in Value on it. Pack. Let's Blue do glasses. it. Let's do Value it. Pack. Let you the record show. I've always believed in the Jayhawks. Where's the value pack? Oh, it, is this one of those public teams? No, I don't know if they are. I, <laughs> I, I do have blue glasses, glasses if you want. There it is. <laughs> Hold on. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what's going on here. I just, no, there's no way people are all over. No, there. I can't imagine they are. The number 18 next to Oklahoma State is going to push a lot of money from Let's Joe Public on. 3.30. Scroll down. 3.30. No, we're good. 41% of tickets, 54% of money. We're good. It's a good play. Take. I'm taking Kansas. Uh, this is one that the model doesn't like. The SP Plus says Oklahoma State's going to win by seven, but the hell with SP the model. Plus doesn't factor injuries. So they're right. saying, oh, Sanders is when he's playing. Exactly, exactly. That's why you don't just use the model, and we're not. Okay. Next matchup number 14, Illinois, minus 16 and a half as they host what's left of Michigan State. And I go to you as a Spartan, Mike, what's left of Michigan State? Well, emotionally or physically, I mean, first of all, Mel Tucker has now suspended eight players from this tunnel gate, the fight after the game. Uh, three of them are defensive starters. And Zion Young is not like some amazing thing. He's a true freshman, but he started Saturday night. Uh, Angelo Gross started Saturday night at nickel. Uh, Jacoby Winman started Saturday night at middle linebacker. So look, man, post rivalry game hangover, playing Michigan's like playing Alabama. They're going to lean on you. They're going to beat you twice. Physically, they beat you down. And now you go to Illinois who, look, they haven't played anybody. Anybody. But their numbers are flawless. They're going to wear you out. They're going to pound the rock. Chase Brown's fabulous as a running back. I, 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 There's no way I could back Michigan State in this spot. No way. And when they put that spread out there, are you kidding me? They're begging for state money. I can't do. I can't do it. You can do whatever you like, buddy. No, I. I, I initially I my team with a ten foot pole right now. So we talked earlier in the week. This this wasn't on the Monday pod, but I said I want to look up how Michigan State typically responds after a Michigan loss, and I thought it was going to be poor, just because that game's such an emotional matchup. But following a loss, Michigan State is three and one since twenty ten. Following a Michigan loss, they've bounced back. I was a little concerned when Tucker's talking about, hey, our prep has been compromised a little bit, dealing and sorting out all the issues from the tunnel. Michigan State can slow down a good rushing attack. Um, That's Illinois' whole deal. Could this be a low-scoring game where I'm getting a premium at 16.5? I initially leaned Michigan State, but I'm not going to play it just because of the volatility of the program right now. No, I don't think it's smart to do so. You want to, Let me give you a Big Ten game I like. 
Minnesota laying 15 and a half at Nebraska. And this is another one. You got to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Casey Thompson may not play for Nebraska. And they are reporting there's a nerve issue in his elbow. Um, they played a true freshman, and I think it's Chubba Purdy. Uh, they tried Smothers Brothers, the backup, the guy who runs. They both stink. Minnesota's got the bald legend Tanner Morgan back. And you know what they're going to do, man. They're going to grind. They're going to go on the road. And what is Nebraska playing for at this point? Nicky Joseph's job. Yeah, exactly. And I just look at this as a nice spot for Minnesota to go in and get healthy. And against when you play Minnesota, yeah, I get it. The Penn State game was ugly. They they didn't have their starting quarterback. What are we talking about? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I this jumped out at me. Sleepy noon kickoff. It's not some night game in Lincoln. Uh, I'm taking Minnesota. Lay the 15 and a half. We all dress up like barbers, like (laughs) like PJ Fleck. Wait, did he dress up like a barber? Are you making fun of the way he dresses? Well, I mean, it's one and the same, isn't it? (laughs) I didn't know if it was an intentional, like, was there a Halloween thing I missed over the weekend or something? That guy doesn't look like he should just take the sunglasses off and hold a can of Barbasol. (laughs) He's got one of those old school razors. That's what I mean. Yep. He looks like a barber. Minnesota, lay the 15 and a half. When I first saw this, I was like, dude, I'm playing Nebraska at home with 12 and a half points. Well, here's the deal. It's moved to 15 and a half, and there's always a reason, Casey Thompson. If Thompson's playing, I'm playing Nebraska and with, I, with I all totally the points. What? I totally get it. Yeah. But then I, I see Thompson's not playing, and I go, delete, 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 delete. Sorry, can't can't touch it. So I mean, maybe he gives it a go, but it might be an Adrian Martinez situation where he plays one play. Um, I'll ride with Minnesota on this. Cool. You've got Minnesota. I want to give people one of those later games out West. We've got Utah and Arizona, and I want to play the Utes. Minus 17 and a half hosting Arizona. We told you about playing late games in Salt Lake City earlier in the year. 11-5 and five at home against the spread as a favorite at night. It's a little convoluted, but the reality is Utah rolls people at night. This is supposed to be a 25-point win by that model. I do think Cam Rising's going to play. He was close to playing last week. They've had more than a week to get him right. This is the largest edge on the SP+. So I'm going to take the Utes at home at night. Yeah, the only thing I'd caution you with, Arizona, Delara, that quarterback that Washington State transferred, they sling it, man. You know, Jetfish has got a a real offensive machine. Yeah, but Utah's got a good pass defense. I, I am, man. Oh, and, and, and Arizona's a sieve on the ground, so Utah can roll it up and 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 get a big number. Yeah. That Phillips kid is fabulous. The sophomore corner yep. they have, yep, it's fantastic. Um, so he, you got to watch out it. for Cowing. Cowing can blow the game open. I mean, it's every week with them. Is I mean, he's the guy they got from UTEP. If you can contain him, keep him from having an eighty-yard touchdown, you're fine. I've got a different game in the Pac-12. People, I'll have a special release on this one. It is the live from Tribeca Hotel Room Bowl. Uh, the Friday bonus. I'm going to have a play on the Washington-Oregon State game. So we'll give you a special pot on that. I don't want to tie up this one with the weeknight games. But I do have a – you know I love Pac-12 after mm-hmm. No. And I think I'm going to be with you on that one. So people need to check that out. The Friday night bonus. We will add it to the card. Perfect disaster for your Friday night. Consider <clears throat> it the dessert card on your work week. All right. What else we got, buddy? I think that's it. I think we run people through what we're playing this week. All right, so then what, what I want to do is this. Oh, wait, what, one other thing. Do we know what, what Petros is calling? 
My, my guess. Hold on. Because yeah, I have a my, guess. I wasn't able to confirm. Normally the game notes are out, but these people sleep in on the West Coast. UCLA, at least, Arizona so. State? That's what I think it's going to be. That's FS1 Saturday night. It feels like maybe it's too big of a matchup for Petros. No, but you got to remember, dude, Petros was the only thing that powered me to staying awake for the Washington State game last week. His energy is infectious. Is there a play on this game for you? Uh, Arizona State's kind of rallied a little bit, getting rid of uh, Herm Edwards and such. Is, is there any angle here or no? I, I don't know because they've they've played a little bit of QB roulette. I think they've made the change officially away from Emory Jones, and we'll see. My thought would be UCLA. What is it? A ten and a half point spread. Sitting at eleven. Kirk. Okay. Yeah. See, it's probably too rich. I like UCLA, and I don't want to give up that many points. Yeah. No, thank you on that one. All right. So, so. This is all very exciting. We will have bonus episode for Thursday Night Football. Bonus episode for Friday for the Pac-12 After Dark. Jim, let's give them the card and without revealing our picks for those games. Okay, so, let me just tab those down. Great. Just from today's episode. I'm- Georgia minus eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Mizzou plus two and a half. Kansas plus two and a half. Minnesota minus 15 and a half and the ride with value pack glasses, Texas minus two and a half. My other two picks we're going to do in those other two episodes. Great. I've got Tennessee plus eight and a half. It's the Costa lock. We find out just how magical this season is for Tennessee. I think they have some 2019 LSU vibes and I'm willing to put my theory out there against your light bulb theory. That's the biggest game this weekend. I'll go Vols plus eight and a half. LSU plus 12 and a half. Death Valley at night. I'm getting seduced. Clemson minus three and a half on the road. NC State plus four and a half at home at night. I'll join you. We're both going Texas minus two and a half. I've got Texas Tech plus nine and a half. I'm chasing poor, just I'm chasing hard trying to get TCU. Kansas plus two and a half and Utah minus 17 and a half. All right, so rate, review, subscribe. We are on the drive. You're getting a special Thursday night episode, a special Friday night episode. We're all in, people. It is the football solstice. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you tomorrow.